Hello, good morning. Andre here. Welcome to another episode of The Daily. This daily episode finds you on the 12th of July. It is Monday. It's the start of a brand new work week. And I know that probably many of you uh, have got a whole lot to do, have a whole lot planned out uh, for your week that uh, you are setting out to accomplish this day. But you know, I'm just reminded that uh, the first day that humanity spent on earth in the creation account was the day of rest. Before any work was done, Adam and Eve rested and in a way you could say they labored, they worked from a place of rest. And so I pray that that would be your experience before you go about doing all that you have to do for uh, the week that you would do so from a place of rest, that you would feel well rested, not just physically, but in your soul, in your mind, in the spirit, you would feel this tranquility of your soul that only comes through God and His Holy Presence. And so before we start off this podcast, let's all take a deep breath in and hold it for a couple of seconds and now let it out slowly. And if you're in a hurry, you're anxious, just feel your heartbeat slowly stabilizing to a comfortable pace. Let's do that for a couple of times. Breathe in and then out, in and then out. Awesome. I hope that you feel rested through that simple exercise. Let us begin today's podcast. Well, folks, I've recently uh, began watching a TV show uh, on Prime Video, and that is Amazon Prime Video, uh, and it's a TV series uh, called Jack Ryan. Now, I love the movie Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit, uh, that starred Chris Pine. I love the plot. I love spy stuff, uh, and so, and I also love The Office, and so, uh, coincidentally, uh, Jack Ryan, the TV series, uh, stars John Krasinski, who is from The Office, uh, you know, in the role of Jack Ryan. You know, I've been liking the plot and the story so far. Uh, of course, you know, there are some stuff that's just not too wholesome. And so make sure you just skip over that stuff. You just don't need to be looking at any of that. Uh, but, you know, the, the, the plot of Jack Ryan, basically, you know, he's, he's a spy. And uh, he's trying to thwart the plans of this global terrorist. And I was watching one of the episodes and one of the exchanges uh, really, really struck me. And so Jack Ryan uh, in this episode was in Turkey. And he was trying to track down uh, this family and he needed to uh, get some information and get some help from the locals. And the person that he had to get help from was this Turkish uh, sex trafficker. And so a really, really evil man. And it troubled uh, Jack to even have to seek his help and bribe him uh, in order to get the information and help. And they were on the car ride uh, together, uh, this sex trafficker and Jack Ryan and uh, one of Jack's associates. Uh, and they were driving together and, you know, the Turkish sex trafficker begins to make com- conversation and was asking one of the guys uh, where you're from and he said, oh, I'm from Cincinnati, uh, Ohio. And then the camera pans over to Jack Ryan, John Krasinski's character. You could see his face. Uh, he was just so upset uh, at even needing to recruit this guy's help. He was just so upset at the exchange. And then the Turkish guy uh, says to Jack, I know you must think that I am a bad guy and that you are the good guy. I'm the evil man and you're the good man. And then he goes on to say this. But maybe if I was born in Cincinnati, Ohio and you in Turkey, 
you would be the bad guy and I would be the good guy. Now we all know that we don't get to pick who we are born to, what family we are born to, or where we are born to, or what time we are born into. And we will also admit that being born into a particular place, time, or country can bring about certain advantages or disadvantages. You know, for many of us listening to the daily podcast, we are born in first world Singapore, 21st century, modern, this metropolitan city uh, that is upwardly mobile, that there's tons of opportunities uh, compared to many other countries in the world. We have a great government. Uh, many of us are educated. We have uh, great jobs. We are making a good wage. We have a decent uh, standard of living where Singaporeans are concerned, but globally we have phenomenal standards of living. Many of us probably fall well into the top single digit percentage of wealth uh, where the world is concerned. We are very much by global standards, wealthy, comfortable. And I'm going to use a term that might be uncomfortable for some of you. We are privileged. Now, the word privilege is one of the most controversial words in our world today. It can trigger both outrage and scorn. Privilege and the controversy surrounding it has brought about a deep philosophical divide between rights and responsibility. One social justice organization defined privilege this way. Privilege is unearned access to resources that are only readily available to some people because of their social group membership, an advantage or immunity granted to or enjoyed by one societal group above and beyond the common advantage of all other groups. And I'd like to put it to you that simply being born into this time, into this country, affords us certain privileges that the larger population, the rest of the world, have no access to. As an example, many of us today have uh, the option of choosing to take or not take the COVID-19 vaccine. Being in a first world country with its resources and access to information, we have access to alternative research, we have access to uh, great healthcare uh, in case uh, anything happens, and we have uh, the ability through uh, our wealth or through our connections to be able to distance ourselves from uh, you know environments where contracting the virus is very possible. Now, we are able to have the option of choosing to take or not take the vaccine. I would like to put it to you purely because of our privilege. In certain countries, uh, if you can think of a, a country right now that's third world, that's impoverished, uh, that is experiencing a wide spread of the virus, uh, many of them don't have a choice. It's either take the vaccine or die. Now, I'm in no way advocating for everyone here listening to take the vaccine. That's not my point at all. But the point I'm simply trying to make is this, that the only reason we have the option of choosing to take it or not take it it's because we have privilege. Now, privilege isn't inherently a bad thing. But however culturally we are encouraged to take advantage of our privilege, to protect it, to enjoy it, 
But that is simply not the way of Jesus. As a son of God, think about it. He had more privilege than any of us will ever know. As a son of man, he was born into a stable and laid in a manger. As a Messiah with no place to lay his head. And finally, as a Lamb of God hanging on the cross, he gave up privilege to a more profound extent than anyone else could ever match or imagine. Yet in all this, he modeled for us what to do with our blessings and opportunities. And that is this, to use them for others. Philippians chapter 2 verses 3 to 8 tells us this, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality of God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. So Jesus didn't use his equality with God to his own advantage. He made himself nothing. He took on the nature of a servant. He entered this world in humility so lowly that he embraced public shame and death on the cross. And though we may stand in awe of Jesus doing this on our behalf, it is remarkably hard for those of us raised in first world Singapore in privilege to follow his example. Because we're obsessed with wanting to be successful, with winning in life. We love the direction of up, the sign of progress, moving forwards and upwards. It's hard for us to understand why someone would use or even give up one's privilege for the sake of others. Now, I would like to stress this again, that having privilege isn't inherently a bad thing. Many of us are able to use our privilege for the sake of others. We are able to leverage on certain resources, connections, uh, you know, opportunities and positions that we have to benefit, uh, you know, the larger society for the greater good. But we also need to recognize this, that much of what we have today comes not by our own merit or ability or planning. Much of what we have today comes really because God has sovereignly placed us in a time, in a place where we are able to have access to certain resources and opportunities, and that is privilege. The Bible is pretty clear with all who have privilege. We are to not do anything out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but with our privilege, using our privilege, using what we have access to, not looking to our own interests, but instead to the interests of others. And so for this morning, let us spend some time even considering how privileged we are, what God has given us and what we have access to, to consider what we have in light of what many do not. And as we think about where we are privileged, the goal here is for It's not for us to feel guilty or shamed, 
that we have more than others. But it's for us to first of all recognize that this is a means of God's grace extended to us. And first off, come to a place of gratitude over entitlement. It's not something that we automatically deserve, but because of God's grace and kindness toward us, we have this. But it also let us consider the weight and the responsibility that comes with the more, the much that we have been given. How are we stewarding and using our resources, what we have, for the sake of others? As Christ himself did, who did not consider his privilege something to be grasped or hoarded to himself, but he used what he had to serve us, to lift us out of darkness into his marvelous light. And the only way we resist the temptation of entitlement and privilege is not through shame nor keeping what we have in secret, but it's through a spirit of sacrifice. Sacrifice is what would resist the selfish enjoyment of privilege. Augustine and Luther coined this term, this Latin term called incurvatus, and that is a word meaning uh, loved turned in toward oneself, a life lived inward for oneself rather than outward for God and others. Now this doesn't sound bad or insidious in any way because this has been really normalized in the culture. We promote a whole lot about self-love and indulgence, but that really is the antithesis of the gospel, of Jesus' message. Love was never meant to be solely turned inward. As the people of God, we are called to live in stark contrast to our cultural climate of selfishness by loving in a way that goes beyond ourselves, following the example of Jesus, not hoarding our privilege for ourselves, but for the sake of others. And so this day, in light of all that we've heard, let us consider, first of all, all that we have, that we have access to, that only comes through God's grace and sovereignty. And let us first enter into a posture, a time of thanksgiving, of gratefulness. God, indeed, we have much. We have so much that does not come through our own effort or ingenuity. But God, in your kindness, you have given us these good gifts. And so, first of all, God, we thank you. We are grateful. We are so grateful. And now let us invite the Spirit of God to speak to us, to first of all highlight areas in our life where we have perhaps given room to incubate us, where we have made decisions without considering how it might impact other people, where our love has been turned in toward ourselves. But let us also ask for the Spirit of God to speak to us for how we may use what we have been given, what we have acquired through our lifetime, be it skills, connections, wealth. How may we use these things for the sake of God's kingdom and in service toward others? Let us consider how we may embrace a spirit of sacrifice in a culture of selfishness. And so let's spend a few moments allowing for God's Spirit to speak to us even as we
consider and contemplate on all that we've just heard. Let's take a moment. Awesome. I hope that that moment was enlightening for you that you've heard God speak to you about the various areas that we've brought up. Let me pray for you as you begin your day. God, indeed, we want to be a people that follow in your example, that of sacrifice, not hoarding our privilege for ourselves. God, help us through this week be intentional about serving others, about loving others with what we've been given. God, our hearts are grateful this morning for all that you've given us. We thank you for your grace, your mercy, your kindness extended to us. It is our delight and our joy to worship you, O God. God, we pray for your grace, your presence to lead us for the rest of the week. We ask all these things in your name. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Daily. We'll have a bunch more out for you the rest of the week. Have a good day ahead. Grace and peace. Hey, Pastor Andre here. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Daily. If you like what you're hearing and you want to check us out, you can look us up on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website www.thecity.sg for more information. Have a great day ahead. Grace and peace.